Greetings and welcome, Null Space Faithful. We're back! Oh my god, we're back. The last episode I think we did was the Halloween episode, so it's been a while. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's been a long kind of couple of months. We're back and better than ever, and uh, what a better time to come back than to talk about the newly announced, uh, I guess, features for the... Yeah, the Nintendo... It's been a while. <laughs> Today we're talking about the Nintendo Switch. Holy shit. We just had that big uh, Nintendo Switch, what would you call that? It was just a kind of a press conference, wasn't it? Yeah, online press conference. Big uh, announcement in, well, I think it was in Japan. It was at 10 p.m. here in uh, Central Time. Uh, I feel bad for the people on the East Coast because it was 11 to midnight. That would have been a long time to watch a Nintendo show. I would have done it anyways. And I already didn't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking excited. And funny thing is, after the announcement, uh, Nintendo stocks took a plummet like they always do after a console announcement. But pre-orders gone everywhere. Yes. <laughs> They're gone. Oh my god. So there was a fight storm. Like I tried to grab mine right off the bat and I was kind of bummed out. I already had the acceptance of not getting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the thing is I... Uh, I pretty much screwed around at work all day until I got pre-orders. I uh, ended up pre-ordering at three places just to make sure I get the system. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's why the everywhere's out. <laughs> managed, managed to get a pre-order at Target, Best Buy, and uh, on Amazon, which we really ought to pat ourselves on the back for that because that's oh not God. easy to do. No, like I looked and then 20 minutes later you messaged me about the same link that I just looked at and it was up. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> One second, no pre-orders, and then, like, for some reason, 20 minutes later, and it wasn't even, like, usually I, I assume they put them up at, like, the top of the hour. Yeah. No, it's just, like, 11.22, bam, pre-orders are I, I fucking snagged it up. I was super happy. I was excited. I hear you, oh. can, you can also get pre-orders from Walmart. Uh, if you're lucky enough, they started that yesterday uh, in-store at, like, noon, I think. Um, uh, if you're looking to get a pre-order on the system and you can't find it online, do check your local stores because they are taking pre-orders yeah um it's i it, still can't believe i got one yeah I, i'm not even kidding i am i just can't believe it. i was just sitting on my computer just stunned i <laughs> i would recommend having a backup pre-order up until i would say a week before just to verify that at least somewhere you're getting it isn't going to get screwed by nintendo and like have limited copies yeah nintendo does that it's not as bad as when blizzard does it no I, that happened to me with actually with Xbox 360, believe it or not. I pre-ordered that at a, uh, Game Crazy, and they were back-ordered for like two more weeks. Yeah, yeah. I pre-ordered the PS3 I got from uh, back when Funko Land was still around. No, I think Funko Land was gone. I think the GameStop was in the new fun the old Funko Land building. But yeah, I pre-ordered a PS3, and um, I was waiting for months and months and months until that came out finally. Jesus. It, it took a long time. Remember the Nintendo Wii, how hard it was to get the fuck in that thing? The PS2 was the same way. You oh, had to wait yeah. forever for the PS2. So if you haven't pre-ordered it yet, do pre-order it soon because, I mean... Gonna get gunning gun, 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 gone. Gone! Uh, the, I mean, even with the like Nintendo Classic, the NES Classic Mini, whatever they're calling it, I mean, have you found one yet? No. no? Then pre-order! <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right into it. Uh, first, we're just going to make a couple mentions about the, the, the demonstration itself. Uh, what the hell was the deal with that translator for Suda? Uh, he was high. <laughs> so, I think he was just making it like you know, Nintendo. For, I mean, first of all, I, I don't think Suda speaks like any English, and having him having a translator speak for Suda, you have to get somebody pretty 
pretty good. Pretty skilled. <laughs> because Suda is, he's a character. Suda's, you know, Suda51. He's Suda. Oh, I, I like Suda. Yeah. I, when I actually saw him on stage, I was pretty excited. I'm like, yes! Did he dab at the end of the thing? I'm pretty sure he dabbed. I, I think so. He was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> if you're unaware who Suda51 is, he's he's the, the I mean... Crazy developer. Do you want to say mad genius, creative, just lunatic? He, for some odd reason, like everybody has those crazy ideas for video games. Suda51 actually has the motivation to make these crazy ideas. I mean, we have Killer7, we have Lollipop Chainsaw. No we More have Heroes. No is More probably, Heroes. Which oh. is his big, big one. That With like. uh, Travis Touchdown coming to the Nintendo. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Because <laughs> I'm a big fan of Suda51 games. I got most of them. But yeah, no, his games are just, they're just weird, fun games. <laughs> they're, the, they're the crazy ideas you had after, like, way too much drinking, way too late at night. Yeah. Put into video games. That's why they're, <laughs> That's why they're great. That's why he has a little fan base. <laughs> uh, after that, what do we got? We had a lot of just, I think I like press conferences in the U.S. better because they have nothing but fans and nerds in the crowd and they're cheering. Yeah. And when you have it in the in Japan and Tokyo... It was very, uh, very civil. Was very nice. civil, very respectable businessmen in the crowd and no cheers and <laughs> wait was, to the applause until the end. It was very wait. jarring for me. <laughs> not to not to have just the chaos. It's kinda I'm like watching a, a field of monopoly men, but in Japanese form, like wait for the applause. And, and that's the thing too, is it's just like especially with Suda up there, that is not the crowd he plays to. <laughs> no. But, uh, I mean, saw a lot of great stuff. The surprise the showing of uh, Miyamoto at the end there in New York. Oh, that I was fun. Flip my lid over that. Uh, same thing with uh, Reggie. Miyamoto. Like, I love Miyamoto. Yeah. I love that man. You could just, like, walk in the corner. Hey. Oh, it's Miyamoto. <laughs> His thumbs up. Uh, well, let's get into the actual system. Um, first of all, that battery life. Three to six hours. I think they're the stretching that six-hour mark. I think they are. I did like seeing the USB chargeability. Yes. That that really, I flipped my lid over that. I was like, finally, Nintendo's mainstreaming. <laughs> no that was, that no was more specialized plus. adapters. And the system comes with a power adapter. Woo! <laughs> I actually was uh, scrolling through Amazon, and I saw the power adapter, whatever, how much it's called. It was like 30 bucks for the power adapter. Oh, that's one. nothing. The controllers, a second pair of controllers is 80 Oh, my God. $80. Oh, oh, my God. What version did you pre-order? Did you pre-order black, or did you pre-order uh, the red-blue? I think it's the regular black one. That's the one I got. So, yeah. I wanted, I mean, the red-blue looks cool, but the, just something about that sleek gray look that looks great. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of playing. I, I can't stand white systems, though. They get dirty way too fast ah, for me. That's true. Like the Wii, the, the original Wii. The Wii got to, I mean, it just got scuffed and awful looking so fast. Along with the uh, 360, the white one. And when, when they came out with the Xbox S, and they're like, it's the white system. I'm like, no. Especially when this system <laughs> is supposed to be, like, portable. Yes. Yeah, you're not going to want that. <laughs> At least they don't use that plastic they used to use with the uh, the, the yellowing, like the Super Nintendo yes, back in true. the day. Didn't we find a cleaning solution for that? We did. It's kind of like a bleach solution that you use for like with hair products. Yeah. And you put it under UV light for a couple hours and it's supposed to remove that stain. Hey, maybe if we get enough uh, get enough attention to maintaining and cleaning your old systems, we'll talk about that someday and yeah, like, the steps you can take. <laughs> That's all up to you, the listener, though. So request it. <laughs> um, after that, uh, I mean, the controllers are about four inches, but I hear they're actually strangely comfortable to use. Are they? I, like, that's my thing I was worried about when I saw him using it. 
my hands are kind of gargoyle-ish. <laughs> like Gar- gargoyle hand, like <laughs> so I'm like kind of like. <laughs> uh, it's like, like a five know. five hot dogs attached to a slab of beef, <laughs> just slapping at the controller. <laughs> so and that's that was my main concern. I'm like, all right, I hear because I like the L and R placements on the top, and like it, it looks really innovative. But I'm just worried that it might be too small for me. That's my main concern. Um, yeah, that is, that's a, that's a valid concern. I hear, I hear from, I was mainly reading Kotaku. They were saying at the, the, the New York, um, treehouse that it was actually a lot of fun to use. Really? That okay. the controller actually fits fairly comfortably. And, uh, the, the squareness of it actually wraps around, you can wrap your hand around it and play like you want to. Really? Okay. Um, now, Nintendo has always been kind of hit and miss with controllers. I mean, the best controller of all time is the GameCube. N64. The GameCube. Uh, 60, <laughs> 64 the miss. The Octopus controller. 64 is a miss. GameCube is pretty much the best controller ever created. And then after that, the Wii. I've never really had a problem with the, the Wiimotes, but that first Pro controller where the... No, the first classic controller where the cord came on the bottom. Like the like uh, like Dreamcast tried. Yes, it's just the wrong place to put a cord. Yeah, that was very confusing to me. I didn't quite. I know they were probably trying to design it because you're supposed to plug it into the Wii Wiimote and it lays on the side. Yeah, but it's just it's a, never put your cord in the bottom. In fact, don't have cords anymore because we've finally gotten past that point. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I mean, I'm excited for the play off the TV ability, especially for games like uh, Splatoon. No, I actually that I was thinking about that. I'm like, wow, that's really cool because I'm gonna get Splatoon too, and I'm sure you as well. Oh, Ziggy and, will. I'm not gonna get it. She'll she'll. It'll be a first day buy for her. Oh, definitely. But I'm like thinking, I'm like, wow, I could actually bring my system over and we can play fucking together. That'll be so kick ass. That, awesome. that sounds really awesome to me. I'm that like, does. that's that sounds really fun. Yeah, it sounds like a great time. Uh, I mean, I love I love that look at that controller too. First of all, the dog ear look of like just having it in your hands where they're just connected to each other with mm-hmm. like the, the 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 grips on the bottom. It looks a little weird, but it again, does look a little weird. Again, I hear it actually works really well. It's almost like having a little tablet um, with 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 grips. Mm-hmm. Grips are the big part. As long as it has those grips, it should be a little easier to play. Sure. Um, That's. I, I I pre-ordered it. I mean, I'm concerned, but I pre-ordered the fucker, so I have some faith. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Is a la- I mean, the Wii U, we didn't pre-order either. We just we we ended up getting it after after a little uh, snafu. We got it at Walmart, and uh, oh yeah, we were really excited. There was no there was no line, no rush. But I mean, I had. That's the thing is the Wii U is considered a failed system, but I had for for its lifespan, I had a lot of fun with it. I did too. Like I don't regret it. I still have most of my games. Like most of the games I have are first party, but that's exactly the point. I'm buying the Switch for first party. That's the thing is Nintendo. I I never. I I always tell people to um to to wait when it comes to release day systems, especially for Microsoft and Sony. Yes. Nintendo. That is just the the opposite. Nintendo. You pre order and you get as early as possible because it only gets better from there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and people. I I I got the the 3ds. I I bought 3ds first day. First day it came out. I was so excited about this system. And yeah, there weren't a lot of games for it in the beginning. And it was a dry spell. And it was it was it was disheartening to see that the system wasn't doing well. But then having the games come out, I was not worried about that price drop because then I got into the Nintendo Ambassador program, which kicked ass. Which I did too because well I don't know I I was immediately sold. I was a sucker. 
I went into the shop and I saw you playing with it. I'm like, you got it. With I got. We showed it off to you. It was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and, I, and I looked at my uh, my girlfriend now, and I'm like, we're gonna go to Target right now. <laughs> we just, I just ran there and I got it. <laughs> oh, that that first day with that system, just showing it off to everybody, was so much fun. Which is what I can't wait to do with the Switch. I feel it's gonna be that same excitement of. Come play with me. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh, it was kind of funny. We were at Walmart last night, and they're already having the Nintendo Switch pre-order advertisements all over the wall and stuff. And and uh, my girlfriend's daughter was there. She's like, oh, what is that? <laughs> and I'm just kind of playing. I'm like, I don't know. I was like, I want it. I want, are we going to get it? Are we going to get it? I'm like, we'll have to see. You're not, but I <laughs> I didn't uh, want to tell her yet. <laughs> I want to, it's going to be like that moment of surprise kind of thing. Like when I was a kid, yeah, we were like, look what I got. Oh! <laughs> I never had that moment of surprise because I got always the wrong system. <laughs> Can I have a Game Boy for Christmas? Here's a Game Gear. It's technically better. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you wanted to play. Oh, you got to want no, that's 64. A, that's a first world problem right there. That is a first world problem. Can I have this digital gaming device? That costs no, but, a lot of money instead of buying food. <laughs> no, no, but you can have this one that's backlit in color. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know what? I Actually, I'm really excited about with that. They show the list of things that came with the system. The controllers, the, the, the actual dock, the, the tablet gamepad itself. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really excited for that HDMI Nintendo uh, cord. I don't know why. I just love looking at my 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 HDMI cable and seeing that little Nintendo logo. <laughs> it's it's very strange to me, but that's just that. Is it like a surreal moment? Like... Yeah, it's just really cool that that exists because for the longest time we've been playing, you know, just the standard definition Wii. The Wii U finally came with one, and you just look the first time you looked at it, it's just like. Wow, <laughs> that's something I almost never thought I'd see. <laughs> it was kind of weird to see, like oh, and even Miyamoto, he when he was making Pikmin, he regretted that whole time. He was like, we should have been making HD games yeah. years ago, because like even when he was like Pikmin Three is a gorgeous game. It's so beautifully colored. And, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And he's like, yeah, we should have been doing this a long time ago. Uh, I'm excited that the uh, first of all that that localized rumbling they were showing. The vibration that you can oh, feel. Yeah, like it's like a little trigger kind of. If, if you didn't, if you didn't notice, it was um, uh, the demonstration they showed was uh, like it was a glass of I think it was like iced tea or it was, it was a glass of ice. Was uh, he put the he put the ice in there and you could hear it rattle down to the bottom and he goes you can feel it at the bottom and then you can feel the second block of ice in there and he rattles it. I was just I was sold. That, that was one. really cool. Yeah. It, what is it called? HD Rumble? I, I yeah. really hope they that they utilize that because that just sounds like a lot of fun. Can you imagine that with like shooters or RPGs or oh man, like the that's really really the neat. reload like, rumble in there. Oh like the, my! Can god. you imagine kickback from guns and stuff? Oh, oh my god! With time like splitter or not time? Um, not time, time crisis. Time crisis. That would be so cool. The the localized rumble. I loved having the speakers. I like. I actually do like the. the I mean, originally when the Wii had speakers in the controller, mm-hmm. they were kind of shitty. <laughs> they were a little, yeah, they were kind of shitty, but sometimes, like, uh, what is it, Suda51 incorporated it with uh, No More Heroes, there was a cell phone feature, it was kind of stupid, like, it was like, ring, 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 and you pick up the controller, you put it in your phone, like, hello, I need blah, 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 and you're like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking but... about games like the Mario Party, where you had, like, that ability to shake it, and then Daisy would be screaming, and then, <laughs> oh, God, I'm yeah. I think the only time I actually appreciated the speakers and the controllers was uh, Twilight Princess when you when you would close the bottle and I would that just, is cute yeah that, that would be and then the the rattle of the chains and stuff 
mm-hmm. um, the, the the with the Nintendo Wii U, it was technically using the same technology, but you had the gamepad and you had better speakers in there. I'm hoping that we have like the PS4 quality speaker controllers. Yes. Um, with the with I with a controller that small, it'll be interesting to see what they do. But yeah, that's a really again that is a really compact controller, and. I don't know how they can fit all that stuff. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not tech savvy to understand all that. But well, the the three hundred dollar price point makes me think that we're actually getting into some real technical like Nintendo hard hardware now. That's they have true. Never, they've never priced anything that high before. Xbox S now. What is it? Pricing at two eighty. I saw online from the Xbox website. You could buy it. So I think they noticed that they have to compete with that. But... Well, I mean, uh, first of all, the <laughs> price point was three hundred, which everyone was kind of flabbergasted of because Nintendo never prices their stuff that high when it releases. How much was the Wii U when it first came out? Was it three hundred? It was two fifty. I'm not entirely sure, but it, it was just we were, we were all estimating about a two hundred dollar price range, and that's not what we got. But that's because I think we're dealing with like stronger hardware now. I think so. I um, hope so. Also, well, the, we get a damn tablet. <laughs> that's the thing. Also, the the um, the online features. I believe they said is is free for a month, but then it's a paid online subscription. Yeah, I heard about that, and you know what? I'm okay with that. I mean, I I'm okay with that if Nintendo finally gets their shit together with online play. That is true. <laughs> because. Like, when I heard, like, we're going to have online features, I'm like, all right, because, what, what, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about that if they had a paid service, I would pay for it, as long it was good, like, in an Xbox Live or even PS4's online service has gotten a lot better now over the years, and if they have something similar to that, yeah, I'm game. I, I mean, I need the ability to add friends easier, I need the ability to, like, maintain a friends list better than what we have right party now. Party chat. Something like that. It has to be better, though. In order for me to consider paying for it, it has to be better. I'm assuming that they might have some party chat features finally. Um, because when I was watching the, the parental guide thing, they had a Splatoon thing like, don't allow yeah, chat. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about the parental guide, actually, right now. that The video they did for it was really <laughs> They had uh, Bowser and uh, Bowser Jr. kind of displaying the Nintendo um, parental stuff, mm-hmm. which is going to be compatible with smartphones. Uh, you're going to be able to like set uh, time limits on how long you're, you, you, someone can play a game. Restrictions. Uh, you can set restrictions for the game, like you were just saying, uh, the online chat, online play, stuff like that. Uh, what, what makes me kind of, I was laughing that you could actually dish out punishments for, for, for going over a certain amount of time. Not that necessarily the game will shut off after an hour. But you can see how much longer after an hour it was played. Yeah. And then you can suspend the game. Yeah. You can just say, okay, you can't play this game. You're grounded from it. <laughs> and I think that's really cute. I like that idea. I know. I like the whole thing where you can browse their history of what they were looking at or specifics. Like, you know, what game they were looking at or uh, maybe possible YouTube videos or stuff like that. So they can monetize what your kid has been going through and I you can really... also yeah you can see how long games are played and figure out what game they play the most what their favorite is stuff mm-hmm. like that um I also like I mean if, if this had existed when I was a kid I probably would have had a better, better grades because when my parents left I would have just popped back on the Nintendo okay, yeah. <laughs> but now now there's going to be limitations I'm like I was thinking about this I'm like Nintendo's finally coming of age of getting into technology of smart devices <laughs> yeah they're, they're actually they understand that you know there's there's stuff out there somebody's looking out the window finally yeah fine. Oh my <laughs> and God, nintendo finally. maybe they finally opened the blinds i told stuff. this to my girlfriend because you know she has a daughter and she's like oh my god finally <laughs> because you know eddie 
uh, the daughter, she watches a lot of YouTube videos, plays a lot of Minecraft on the Wii U, and she sometimes goes for hours doing that. And some we wish that this existed on the Wii U, right? Yeah. Because it could have, but you know, but finally we're, we're getting what we should have had a while ago. Not to mention, <laughs> th there's the normal stuff you can set like uh, ratings. You know, you can't play teen-rated games from higher stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, can you imagine having this even in, like, the pay-to-play section at the old store we used to work at where you could rent out a system? Oh, that would have been so much easier. Yeah, you could, I mean, you could just have the timer right at the top saying, okay, you've ten got minutes five, left. yeah, ten minutes left, you know. Without you, bothering them or anything. Your time is up, and then we come over and say, oh, sorry, you know. Even even having the restrictions on there, we can, like, say, oh, I'm sorry, we're limited to teen and lower games. Mm -hmm. we, can't, we can't have mature-rated games because you're in a store and there's kids here. Yep, pretty oh, much. That would have been great. That would have been so much easier. But, yeah, that's that's a nice innovation that they incorporated, and I, I'm, I'm hoping happy we, to have it. I'm hoping we have a lot more features like that with a smartphone. I'm hoping, like, you know, can you imagine doing, like, digital downloads from work? Oh, that'd like be cool. Just, Oh, I want to play this game tonight. It just came out. I want to buy the digital version. Just, you know, on your lunch breaks, swipe your phone, purchase, start download now. That'd be great, like Steam does. And PlayStation and Xbox. Everybody else does it. Nintendo, please jump on board. Because <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I was doing that on my one of my lunch breaks, too. And I'm like, what's... I bought something on PlayStation. I'm like... <laughs> and then when, as soon as they get home, it's ready. It's ready. I mean, because these games, especially with... Now, we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, going from discs back to cartridges, we've got little memory cards now. They almost look like PS Vita games. The PS Vita cases, yeah. Um, I'm going to miss discs, but this is going to be a lot more difficult to ruin a game. Because I joined things like Gamefly, and every time I would rent a Wii U game, it would not work. It's true. Because, I mean, the only other people renting Wii U games are you know of the age of five. <laughs> and do not take care of them, so when they get to me, they don't work. Uh, I think having a cartridge-based game would finally make it so that we're back to the point where we're not breaking things so easily. Yeah, like Game Boy. I don't know. I remember those Game Boy Advance games that would go through the wash. Oh, right I back. mean, the, just the, fine. DS <laughs> games. My DS games. I ran over one on accident, and it still worked. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo knows cartridges, and from what it looks like, when they're using the memory cards that, saw, that size... They're not going to be more expensive to make for them than the discs were. Yeah, because Blu-ray discs are expensive, but uh, little memory cards, not so much. No, this is much more, more efficient. A lot less moving parts in the system then too. Absolutely, that's a good point. That means, I mean, that means your system's going to last longer. Yeah, essentially, because drives are going to be the first thing to go. It, like it, you said, it's the moving part. Yeah, remember when we work at the shop? Like every time when people come in with the what the when somebody needs a re, uh, Wii repair, it was always the I. Or the disk drive, or same thing with the Xbox and the PS3s. It was always the eyes. That self-feeding drive, especially when you have younger ones playing it, that thing would because they want to push the disk in mm -hmm. instead of just letting it take the disk, and that would be the first thing to go because somebody would jam the disk in there, and the tracks would come off, and either the treads, and it would just be toast. Yep. So this is, I think, a very, very smart design. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Very okay with that. Uh, anything else you want to mention for hardware? I think we've talked quite a bit about it. <laughs> uh, Do we know anything about storage? I don't know the storage. No, we don't know anything yet. about storage. I don't know about expanding memory. I'm hoping they're doing something very similar to the Wii U or the next, uh, the current gen systems where you plug in a hard drive and go, there you go. Mm, that would I, be nice. I'm hoping for that. Or because, you know, with the Wii U, you can plug in. I, I, can you plug in a hard drive? I've never tried it. I haven't either. I never used up that much space. I have. I've used. I I have a 32 gig flash drive attached to my Wii U right now because I get some games that I downloaded and they're 
pretty big. I'm assuming compatibility issues might... Oh, eh, speaking of, we'll talk about that in a second. I'm assuming there might be some compatibility issues with an external hard drive, but not. it shouldn't be limited. Right. I'm hoping at least flash drives, maybe. That's something I can, like, I can throw around, but if the games are getting bigger because with high definition gaming kind because i've been running across with my playstation my xbox those installs are about 50 gigs and ugh, yeah yeah you can't you, you got to have room for it so if there's like an update that a game needs you know even updates for games are like four gigs so i'm gonna need that space <laughs> but <laughs> that's I, we, what i'm worried about we got a nice segue there from uh from, from going to hardware to the games coming out with the last really important hardware thing that we need to mention today region locking oh my god i was super happy about that announcement by the way <laughs> okay nintendo has confirmed that they will not be region locking games for this system i could buy japanese games now we can, you can buy games from japan have them shipped oh to your house god. and they will work <laughs> <laughs> they will work <laughs> nintendo has not done that since the I mean, they've never done that no, it's like for the, oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> because there were a lot of games in Japan, I'm like, I want that, I guess I don't want to buy another damn system. <laughs> I guess the Game Boy wasn't region locked, but like consoles, they were, I mean, you could not buy a Super Famicom game and have it work in the NES. No, you can't. Super NES, it just didn't work. 64, I think, is different. I think 64 games would work. No. No? Nope, I, I actually have a video on my, my uh, side channel for Captain Nostalgia how to swap over and play Japanese Nintendo 64 cartridges on your U.S. Uh, system. But it's a little, it takes about 10 minutes to do and you need some parts, but you can do it. Uh, region locking is gone. It's it's a new age, Jerry. It's a <laughs> new age. <laughs> Nintendo finally understands something. Ah, oh, incredible. <laughs> All right. But uh, speak. we'll talk about games then since I think we've got a nice little transition here. All right. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, Mario Odyssey. Ah! Just because it was... The first time, like the first 10 seconds, I'm like, what is this? I saw a city, I'm like... I thought it was, you know, I honestly thought Mario goes to the Mario and uh, Sonic at the Olympic Games for Tokyo. That's what I thought it was going to be, because you had like a downtown area and like computer-generated people that were... Yeah, I mean, it, it's just not in a Mario style. No, they were, it's not. They were like human. <laughs> you know what I thought of when I saw this trailer? Sonic Adventure 1. I thought of Sonic uh, 2006 because they were in like that, that, that village and you had like normal people and like Sonic characters. Yeah, Sonic Adventure 1 did that. Did they? Yeah. Well, in the first Sonic Adventure, you kind of played off in a normal environment, like a, like a beach, and then you kind of go into a city. The city was kind of like a hub where you kind of go into different train stations or whatever like that. You talk and interact with people, go into shops and whatnot like that. And... I don't, I, it brought me back to Sonic Adventure 1, like the one Sonic game that I really enjoyed. <laughs> I'm looking at it, it was like, looked like they, they took a similar approach, but they added their Nintendo Zazz to it, which I always appreciate. <laughs> now, it's seeing Mario standing there with like actual normal humans and like the side by side. What species is Mario supposed to be? Because <laughs> is, is he not even human? <laughs> It, 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 I'm excited to explore that big sandbox, like downtown area. Yeah, I'm excited him, about that. They showed him like doing the old Mario 64, climbing on ledges and stuff, doing like the the Mario 64 thing in a in a just downtown metropolis looking area. Mm -hmm. And I mean, <laughs> then you have the jungle. Uh, we saw we saw like a nighttime. We saw that that haunted place. Like the uh, um, it looked like the Day of the Dead, sugar skulls and everything. Mm -hmm. It was it. I mean, 
the, the levels look really cool and no, colorful they, and bright. And, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I love Bowser in a tux because that's the only thing you can love. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> but what I actually was, I was liking the uh, hat attack or whatever the, the, the hat mechanics. It looks like his hat is going to come to life because he can take it off now and spin it in front of himself like a boomerang and actually jump on top of it to get up and play I think that's a really cool design. I think it's I think it's going to open up a lot of cool possibilities, I think. I'm excited for the fact that Bowser looks like he has a competing uh, hat that he throws like odd job. He's got a top hat, <laughs> not a bowler, but still, Bowser in a... Bowser in a tux. That's all you need. <laughs> that makes any game amazing. Now, when is this one coming out? They didn't give a release date. Today. It is the holiday season we're looking at. Holiday season, which means this is like number one on my Christmas list already. Oh yeah, it, definitely. It's like, that was January, thing, like, and I have a Christmas list. Ugh. Yeah, I need that game. That looks really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited because it looked like it was a lot more open than Mario Galaxy was as well. It looked like they're finally doing something back. To the roots of uh, Nintendo 64. Or or um, Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm glad I'm not picking up after anybody this time. Yeah. <laughs> You're actually going on an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. Um, yeah, day one by. Looks like Mar- uh, looks like Bowser's trying to marry the princess in this one. That's the idea I got from it. Looks like this is going to be like the big wedding game. Ooh. So we'll see. Snazzy. Forced, forced bird. You want to talk about arms? Arms look pretty cool. I, I do like the look of it. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's like shooting and boxing put together. Yeah, I think that was a really cool idea. I, I see Nintendo trying out more online gaming now since Splatoon was such a success. And like the weird, nice, bright colorization of like awesome characters. And um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be worth a $60 price tag though. Uh, that one <clears throat> That one I was kind of hoping came with the system with how limited it looked like it was going to be. But I doubt it. Now, if you guys haven't seen uh, arms yet, basically your arms in a character look like spaghetti noodles, and they kind of elastic like uh, slinkies, uh, and you have boxing gloves at the end of it. To me, it looks like those uh, extendo boxing gloves that the the old clowns used to have where you pull the trigger and the boxing glove would come shooting out. Yeah. Kind of like the Joker. Yeah. Joker had a couple of those. (laughs) So yeah, you just, you just kind of, you do like weird jumps, and like, eh, how can I... Like Joe and Mac. <laughs> Not yeah, Joe and Mac. it's a boxing game, a... but with extendo gloves, where you just like you're at the opposite ends of the ends of the ring, and you're shooting at each other with big fists that would come flying at you, and it looked like it had special attacks and stuff like that. Yeah, and it looks really fun, but again, I don't know if I want to pay the sixty dollars price tag for that. Uh, yeah, it might be a little much to pay. For, I, I'm, I mean, forty, I'd be guessing would be the price tag they put it at. But I, hope. I mean, Splatoon, <laughs> Splatoon was at a sixty dollars price tag. But Splatoon was worth it. You got DLC like almost every month. That is true. Splatoon, you had DLC, you had uh, Splatfest, you had an adventure mode. Splatoon had a lot going on. And this game looks like a two-player or, a, you know, just fighting a computer in a boxing ring, kind of like. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about a game where I feel like should be attached to the system is the 1-2 Switch. 1-2 Switch. Um, uh, that quick draw thing, as long as I don't have to dress like an idiot, I'm excited for. I like the idea, the premise of looking at your opponent and not the screen. It's almost like uh, Wii Sports... Um, but without the sports, it was, just, <laughs> yeah. it was a bunch of mini games kind of showing you what the controller could do. It was a, almost mm-hmm. like a tech demo. Exactly. But the game they, they showed off was the, the quick draw where you, you pull the controller and you pull the trigger, you know, just like a, the old Western quick draws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know they had like a montage of other games, but I had no idea what the hell they were playing. Uh, it looked like they, it looked like they were dancing games. It looked like I mean I did see a cow milking mini game <laughs> where you had two pil- people milking a cow, and it's not like just you're not just jerking the controller. It was like you have to like 
pole and roll it like roll your hand like you would for you have to squeeze it like you're milking a cow and i'm like oh my god that's gonna be weird but i want to play it <laughs> no that's what i feel like they need like i always enjoy when nintendo adds a game with their system i feel like that should be added with it but we'll see like nintendo land and uh sports we sports and i mean these are the games that and most people are going to be playing the first night they get the system yeah. because just to show off what the thing can do. Yeah, and it it looked interesting. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to pull it out at parties. I'm excited to whip it out and show it to my friends at parties, and then everybody goes home because I shouldn't be whipping it out at parties. And you know, people that say is the people you want to touch it. Yeah, I got. I want them to touch it and touch <laughs> it with me. It's a two player game. So do you want to talk about Splatoon two? <laughs> no, I want to make weird weird <laughs> references to my dick while we're talking about this game. <laughs> Well, uh, we're next up is Splatoon Two. We were hoping it was going to be called the Krakening, but I guess not. No, um, or the Cthulhu edition. Uh, I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the summer release. I didn't see anything too fantastic. Uh, knew that they were going to do. I mean, the the dual wielding pistols. I saw fun. rails that you can ride on. I popped. Really? Yeah, there was like a little uh little line of like I think it was ink or energy or whatever, and you grind on top of it. To like kind of like get above characters. That'll be neat. Uh, the little I like the uh, new attacks that they're adding with the uh, the raindrop cloud. That looked cool. That was kind of adorable. Kelly's like, oh, look at it. And like, yeah, it's kind of cute. <laughs> I it like that like, too. It looks like the octolings are going to be enemies again. They showed a little clip of them, just like a, like a split second of octolings. So mm -hmm. that'll be interesting to see. Do you think we're going to get a uh, older maps too from the original? I hope not. Because I could just play the original. That's fair. I don't want to see re rehash of maps. I want all new maps. Well, I was asking, like, adding it, like, we'll have, like, the old maps plus the classic mode and, like, you know, the Splatoon 2 maps. Mm, I don't want that at all. Just because of... I just want new maps. Okay. You're going to get new maps. I want fucking new maps, Jerry. I'm just saying because, you know, like, people, like, who play Call of Duty like the edge of like you know playing their new thing and having basically having their cake and eating it too yeah but that just feels like to me that's going to limit them to not have enough room for the new maps is what i want new maps i don't want to because i want to if i want to play the old maps i'll play splatoon that's fair this you don't is want... splatoon 2 jerry do you think this is going to be like a little rehash though like because that trying should... to reintroduce it to the people who didn't buy the wii u yeah probably I, I do see this as more of a special edition of splatoon than an actual sequel sure but they said, A, they're going to be doing the thing they did last time where they're going to introduce DLC, free DLC, as the game goes on. Which I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm hoping for monthly events like the old Splatfests. I hope those come back because those were a lot of fun. I do enjoy those. Those were the things that I actually came back for. Yeah, that's that the reason want to play. It, it kept you coming back. Um, the, the, the actual presentation of it, I think, kind of bombed because we had that same... Uh, the same translator who was doing the the Suda show was doing that the, the Splatoon <laughs> oh, show um, where he didn't like <laughs> quite understand what was going on. I mean, you had a guy in the full like lab coat on the screen talking about the holding like, two Nerf guns, talking <laughs> about the Squid Research Facility, and we're only getting like half the story because the guy translating it's not even like he wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, it's uh, it's a game it's coming out for Nintendo. Uh, uh, where's my paycheck? <laughs> Man, he oh, he just did so bad. <laughs> did you think he was really nervous, or I think so. I think this is maybe like it sounded like the first time he's ever done anything like this, and he really sounded out of his element. Maybe they had just got this guy randomly. Who knows? Yeah, he said Konichiwa, and they hired him. Get on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about rehashes, I want to segue into Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Um, I guess I feel about that. 
it's interesting that they're bringing all this stuff out because people didn't buy the Wii U. They're going to have more people buy and hopefully get the Nintendo Switch. And so they can just port games. I hope it's not a port. It looks like a majority of a port. Um, like, I don't know. The first couple minutes of it, they showed off, like, maybe a few tracks. I saw they introduced back, finally, the Feather in Mario Kart. I don't know if you remember the Feather. What did the Feather do? And Super Nintendo version, basically, you activated the Feather and made you, like, jump really high in the air. You can, like, avoid everything. And they brought back the ghost uh, item where you can turn into a ghost and you steal Oh, you the... steal somebody else's item? That'll be fun. So they have those two back. And I saw a couple classic uh, Super Nintendo areas that they brought back for fighting. Um, and so I think there were like two tracks. I know there's a Splatoon track. They did have a balloon battle, it looks like. Yeah. Now, what I want, I, if they're going to do this deluxe thing, um, the only way I'll probably buy it first day is if it has the paid DLC from the Wii U version mm -hmm. included. They look like it did. I want to be able to race as Link that day. Well, they had that in the trailer. Did they? Yeah, they had Link running around. Well, I mean, they have it in the trailer, but you have to pay extra for it. That's what I'm I doubt it. About. It's that's the deluxe. That version, is so. Nintendo generally doesn't do uh, first day DLC unless it's a game for like the made by a third party. Probably, I think this is everything plus maybe a little extra for the fans that you know like me who like you want this. I'm like maybe I already have it, but it's the extra stuff. Okay, <laughs> like it's just ten dollars worth of stuff that you have to pay sixty dollars for. <laughs> That'd be another game that'd be fun to bring like to a party if they already have a switch so you have two people playing that is true like say if you have it and i have it i can bring it over and we can just like cut around and play eight player mode or whatever i don't think you can do split screen on that tiny screen though can you no but i know you can, <laughs> no you you can do eight players eight up eight uh screens in one session like if split if you have like your own little personal splat fest or whatever yeah you can have eight monitors. Well, of course you could, but then you'd have to own eight Nintendo Switches, which Wait, would be like... Do you have eight friends who own it, though? That's the thing. That I'm going to have one. You're going to have one. So we have two. That's a fourth of what we're trying to get to. Gary, get one. <laughs> Gary. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. <laughs> Gary, by the way, Gary, friend of the show, he pre-ordered the Nintendo Special... Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Special Deluxe Edition or whatever. It was like $130. $100. Is it? Uh, oh. I saw 130 of, of what again? The super edition of the, the master of edition. Yeah, it's a hundred bucks. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got that, but he doesn't have the switch. Ah. <laughs> I, I I feel that I guess we have to talk about Zelda now. A few honorable mentions before that would be. Um, it looks like we're getting another uh, dance, just dance game. Yeah, we're gonna get just dance. Uh, looks like we're getting a uh, Fire Emblem Warriors. We didn't see anything about that. We saw like a hand pick up a sword. I mean, what do you need to see? It'll be like Hyrule Warriors, but with Fire Emblem characters. Fair enough. Um, but <clears throat> let's get on to, I guess, the main event, other than the system itself, which was that Breath of the Wild trailer. Yes. Uh, it gave me goosebumps. <laughs> I'm finally sold on it. <laughs> I'm finally the, sold on I, it. I hope we get that. I hope we get... I don't want... Um, I don't want uh, dubbed. I don't want English dubbed site... Uh, I don't want English dubbing. I want to stay with that Japanese voiceover. We're getting English dubbing. Are we? Yeah, there's a new trailer that just oh, came out. Oh no, it looks so good with that Japanese. It looked it, the voice acting was. Oh, incredible. when like Zelda started crying, I'm like, oh. That's the first no! time. That's the first time you've ever seen Zelda show real emotion relevant to the situation that, she that is in. That part gave me goosebumps. Like, shit, Zelda's vulnerable. <laughs> no. Oh my. <laughs> oh my God, she has emotions. <laughs> it, uh, 
It, uh, the game looks incredible. They just got goosebumps the entire trailer. You know what, Addie? Addie was like a young one. She she's so like, what is this? And she loves watching it. She's like, I want this. She didn't know what it was, and she was just pawing at the screen. I'm like, I just don't want to tell him. Like, it looks like, it looks like a Studio Ghibli directed. It does. <laughs> it's, it's a very beautiful game. And uh, I mean, I I saw a lot of naysayers after this show, but out of everything I saw, that was the only thing. That was like a universal positive. Everybody agreed that the new Zelda looks great. Mm -hmm. It does. It looks. I'm on board. <laughs> totally. By the way, just before we started recording this episode, we went back on Amazon to see if there were any pre-orders available because we have not seen it yet. They finally put the pre-order for Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Switch. It's been on and off on Amazon. It's been on Amazon. It's been off Amazon. It's been on Amazon. I, I finally got the pre-order for the Nintendo Switch version, which I'm excited about. Yeah, we finally... I, I just did it myself like uh, what do you 20 minutes ago. What do you think about the uh, the um, the, the special the Master Edition? What are your thoughts about the Master Edition? It looks pretty cool. I mean, I like the sword. The sword statue comes with a case for the Nintendo Switch. comes with... like It looks like a, an audio CD. Um... The, again, the game for it is that little that little memory card, which is just it's gonna look weird on my shelf for a while, but whatever. <laughs> it's it's I don't know how it's gonna look between my uh my Wii U, my Wii, and my GameCube, and along with my 3DS and DS cases, <laughs> just the weird tower. But enough about case talk. We, your thoughts on the Master Edition? Eh, I'm probably not gonna get it if they just release the sword separately. I probably just buy it. I don't want the case. I don't want the audio CD. Sword looked like it was made of plastic to me. Eh, never mind. I don't need a plastic sword. I mean, I, I've been burned by those. Like, it looks good in the picture before. Like, uh, the when Arkham Asylum came out mm -hmm. with the Batarang. Oh, yeah, that thing. And it was really crappy plastic Batarang. Was it? Oh, it was terrible. It Did was they like, even use metal or anything? No, it was... Um, it, Okay, it, there's the Milwaukee County Zoo here around where we live. I think other zoos do it, too. But you get these little... um crappy like it's almost like a wax lion that oh you put like 50 cents in and get a, give you like this crappy mold it, it'll mold like a plastic mold of a, of a an animal right there yeah that's the kind of plastic that was in the batter oh jesus it was like awful. this really awful hollow and it, it looked all scratched up and it just looked terrible it looked terrible and that's that's why i don't buy <laughs> special edition crap unless uh, you're probably right <laughs> I, I don't know. I could be I'm so entirely... happy that I have the pre-order though. That's I could be wrong. I could be, you know. Well, we'll see. Gary will have it. He'll give us his thoughts on it. Oh, uh, well, that's uh, that's uh, that's about it for the main topic of the night. Let's move on to uh, the fuck you and fuck yeah, Jerry. What's your fuck yeah this week? Oh my god, I got I finally got my late Christmas present. Uh, yeah, the other day. I'm gonna pull it up just to look at it. Oh my god, it's so good. So this book that I got, it's called the Nintendo 64 Anthology, and I guess the name who made it was a uh, Matt Manant. And it is a beautiful, beautiful piece of work where if you are a fan of Nintendo 64, everything is in here. Like, this is a book that I wish I wrote. <laughs> I really do. And all the things of the origins of Nintendo, of all the different systems, leading all the way up to Nintendo 64 itself, how it came into the graphics card, and then all just beautiful, beautifully designed. And there's just a whole section on GoldenEye and interviews, the people who made GoldenEye, and map layouts of, like, sketches. And then once you get to the actual games, there's just pictures of the games like like what do you see like I don't know if this 
Let's see, we've got uh, Fighter Destiny 2, we've got Fighting, Fighting Force, Force. Everything from A to Forsaken. Z. Forsaken, yeah, it's all alphabetical. It looks like an entire catalog of the 64 games that yeah, came out. Yeah, just catalog. It, it's like even from the Japanese games that came out too, like this weird hamster game I've never even heard of before. <laughs> 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 but it's 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 fantastic. It is. I've skimmed through this numerous times and I'm just... I'm just so happy to have this, and I think for any fan who's a fan of Nintendo or Nintendo 64, please, please go buy this. I didn't find out about this till late. In the back there, it was a Kickstarter, and it's a very small page of, like, two pages of, uh, like... Actual people who contributed to the Kickstarter. Yeah, and I wish I did. I really wish I, you know, put this my money towards this, because this is one thing I really would have want on my shelf. I still have my shelf, but I want my name on it, too. <laughs> but To me, it's just one of those things that shows that... Um, that, that video games can be considered art. It's like a coffee table book, but it, it actually, it's put together so well that, I mean, it, it's easily just one of those one of those things that... Oh, look what it came with it, too. Like, some art. Oh, it's yeah, the... Legend yeah. of Zelda art right here. It came with a bookmark and everything. It, it's just, like I said, it's the video games can be art, and this is just examples of that. It's just showing off the art of video games. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an really, art book. It's really cool, though. I love it. It's uh, I, just, I adore it, and oh, so happy to have it. So that's my fuck yeah. What about you? Uh, my fuck yeah. Um, my fuck yeah is just gonna be hey, we got the pre-orders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a big fuck yeah. <laughs> What's your fuck you this week? Oh my fuck you. Uh, shit, I didn't actually think about that. I've been kind of so busy lately. <laughs> We're having a bit, bit ain't time to be angry. How about how about our fuck you is the fact that we haven't recorded in like three months. <laughs> That's true. That my fuck you to myself. How about that? I've been fuck s- me. <laughs> fuck me, guys. Fuck me. <laughs> Big uh, floppy donkey dicks in my mouth. I'm sorry. Uh, my fuck you is going to be to. I'm just going to say fuck you to the haters. If I mean, there's one thing to be iffy about the system when it's coming out, but everybody who's just got to drag you down and talk about how much shit the Switch is going to be. I let, haven't read a damn thing of what they said. I don't give a let, damn. Let me just enjoy this. You know, I mean, there's just so many few things that I can look forward to coming out for the gaming. For like, I mean, this is the only thing I know of that I'm really excited about. It's really so, good. Yeah. And and then you got people, uh, Nintendo sucks, looks like they're making all the same mistakes over again. Just fuck off. <laughs> uh, what are you playing this week? Uh, what am I playing this week? What am I playing this week? Oh, I just got done playing um, Quantum Break, actually. Ah. It's an exclusive for Windows 10 and Xbox One, and it's a Remedy game. I'm a big fan of Remedy. Uh, of course, they made the original Max Payne 1 and 2, and they went on to make Alan Wake, which I was not a big fan of. But Quantum Break rebuilt my love entirely for the company. It's the, the, they try to do a mixture of multimedia thing where they have like these little episodes that are actually filmed along with uh, awesome CG cutscenes and story mode. And it's like it's, it's a big story. <laughs> and it's really good. It's, it deals with uh, time paradoxes and whatnot like that. And it's, I don't know, it was really good. But the weird part about that, the only thing I could play with the game, uh, I felt more for the CG characters than I did with the actual live action characters. Very strange. Yeah. But uh, it's still a really cool element that, you know, they were experimenting with. And I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, the, the other main thing was like, they have this thing like, oh my god, we have to go back in time and fix this and all this shit. And then every time they have cut to an act, like end of scene, 
they play this weird randomized punk rap music we have to find this girl like i'm like oh my god what the hell is this it takes you completely out of the scene but that only happens maybe like five times at the end of the scene it's, and it lasts for like 30 seconds and it's gone <laughs> it's like a really bad version of the law and order dun dun yes pretty much <laughs> but other than that the game is fantastic if you haven't played it i'm very 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 late to the game of playing this but i finally got around to doing it and it was totally worth my money and it was totally worth my time I'm glad I finally played it. I'm going to talk about, uh, I'm not playing it, but we just got through playing um, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, it's fun. It's actually very challenging compared to the Pokemons that have come out lately. I actually lost a few. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, which is weird. You know, <laughs> um, post-game stuff, I, you know, it, it's, it's a Pokemon game, so you kind of know how it goes already. Uh, a couple of the Alola forms I think are kind of weird, but I just love the new Vulpix. Uh, love Team Skull, the new, well, they're not really the villains, but they're the villains. Um, they, there's actually a really kind of an in-depth story this time. And uh, it's a very, very neat sequel to Pokemon. So um, if you haven't picked it up yet and you're a fan, there's no reason not to. Uh, after that, I'm also going to, right now I'm currently playing uh, Final Fantasy X and X2, the HD remakes. Oh. Finally got them after the Steam Winter Sale, which has been over for a couple weeks now. I'm surprised you didn't get it for your PS4 that you just got. Eh, I had 20 bucks. Yeah, but I mean, this was like, I think, like five, and I can play it on my laptop. There so. you go. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Uh, it's actually the international version of Final Fantasy X, which most players in the U.S. never tried, which means it has a lot of extra stuff after the main story, mm -hmm. which is kind of bumming me out because it's like they're optional bosses, but they're literally in the way of things I want to do. <laughs> Great. But um, eh, it's worth it, worth a it buy. Uh, it's my second time playing through Final Fantasy X. Never actually beat the game because I stopped on what turned out to be the very last boss and didn't realize it. Yeah. So actually going to beat it this time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Jerry, we're back. Uh, here's to actually making episodes in a row that'll be consecutive, and, and we'll, we'll have episodes. And yeah. We'll... Sorry about that. Work kind of exploded on me, and I died. <laughs> but I'm back now. Yeah. <laughs> so here's to having episodes next week too. <laughs> Stay faithful. <laughs> Happy gaming, everyone.